0: Hey everyone, this is Kirk Frankham. In this episode, we're going to talk about creating more belief diversity in our local church, in our local units. And if you're looking for the, the main leading LDS podcast, this is not it. And you'll need to go back to your podcast provider and search for the main one. But this is one where we just talk about, uh, for a few minutes, I just uh, turn on the record button on my phone as I'm driving around town, out and about doing things, or whenever I feel like it, and... Talk about some concepts that apply to uh, leadership. So, I should tell you before I get on the subject, I am, uh, it's Saturday night, no, it's Friday night, and I am driving out to my high school in West Valley City. I graduated in the year 2000 from Granger High School, home of the Lancers, and uh, it's actually a completely new building now, but uh, nonetheless, it's still I still call it my own. And I'm headed out there because I had graduation today. And they are having an all-night senior party, and they have me come out every year and draw caricatures during the all-night senior party. This is one of about six different high schools I do. I was actually in Heber, uh, Heber City, Utah, which, those of you not familiar with Utah, it's by Park City, Utah. And uh, I was there drawing caricatures all night last night, and I came home. Crawled into bed about 5 o'clock, slept till like 11.30-ish. Felt like a teenager again. And then uh, woke up, got a few things done, and then took a nap about 6, 7 o'clock. I think it was more like 7 o'clock for a couple hours. I'm feeling refreshed. It's almost 9.30 now. And I'm uh, going to try and stay up again. But uh, these are fun. It only happens one time every year with graduation. that I have to do a bunch of caricature gigs um you know in the middle of the night and uh the kids love them so I do them um so that's where I'm headed and hopefully I uh, and then I'm going actually to my parents after just sleeping in their house so that's what I'm doing tonight because I'm such a party animal but I want to talk about uh, as I'm driving out there I and thinking about some things and you know I've got so many like potential incredible podcast episodes in my brain that never make it to the record button uh, which is unfortunate but you know' I'm, I'm but a man and can only do so much. So um, as many of you that subscribe to the leading LDS newsletter which you can do so by going to the leadinglds.org/ subscribe and uh, you can do that there. Um, you will know that this past week we sent out a survey for people to take, leaders to take, in relation to faith crises and faith transitions. Um, and a lot of people may wonder why I always use the term faith transition um, instead of faith crisis. Uh, there's a few reasons I do that, but I think it is a little more representative of what is happening uh, when somebody experiences what many call a faith crisis. Uh, faith crisis typically is, there's a lot of, it's almost like a traumatic event, right? So when somebody has a intense experience with cognitive dissonance in relation to their the church, their testimony, to their faith, and uh, either, move, you know, and has to put it back together, whether that means they lose their testimony in the LDS faith and, and go a different direction, or they put it back together and remain in the faith. Um, so I just think, regardless of what direction they go into, it's always a faith transition. It's never like a faith, uh, a, a testimony renewal per se, because your testimony is just different after those experiences. Even those that that stay in the church and remain faithful. And so I just think it's a little. It's more helpful and, and explains what happens to an individual like that by using the term faith transition. And those of you that are um, familiar with the Fowler stages of faith, which is a fantastic model to think of um, of faith and belief and the progression of belief and the um, evolution of belief over time, I, I encourage you to check that out. And uh, really all leaders, and I've done some episodes on it, but, and I have another one coming uh, with the BYU professor that I'm putting together, but the Fowler stages of faith that really helped me um, gain a new paradigm when it comes to faith transition, where before it was always just black and white, right? You either have a testimony or you don't. You either lost a testimony or you gained a testimony, and that's just not—it's too simplistic when talking about faith transition. Uh, So in the newsletter, we sent out a a survey for leaders to take because uh, with the help of uh, David Osler, who's a fantastic uh, leader, he's serving— uh, in, I think he's on a high council back in Virginia and with the charge of, or no, he's a service missionary, uh, with the charge of helping leaders and just the sake in general understand faith crises and why they happen and, and what to do about them and what to know about them. And so we put together this fantastic survey, which we pushed out to the leading Elias audience, which you should all take. And, uh, to help us put some thoughts together and that hopefully will lead to further episodes and resources, which will help leaders. Cause I know, um, you know, I've been in the seat where an individual comes in as to me as their bishop and says, I'm not sure I believe anymore. Now what? Um, and you know, you want to want to just take the, the, the best steps there or else the, the, the tough part is, is a leader can really, really make that situation worse. And accelerate their journey outside of the Mormon experience, which I don't think any leader wants. So, um, so anyway, stay tuned for more information coming out there, but I've had, I have, you know, I always try and just listen to others' experiences and I'm always, especially those that maybe have gone through a serious faith transition. Um, that's because that's not really something I've never had what I, you know, what some people categorize as a faith crisis or a strong faith transition. I guess I have had a faith transition over time where I am more, you know, more likely to, to recognize the nuance in the church, um, uh, which, you know, I've read Joseph's, uh, the, uh, rough stone rolling, uh, Richard Bushman's famous book about Joseph Smith. And there's plenty of nuance in there, uh, you know, just, and other resources that, uh, help you see the nuance and where back in, you know, when I was a high school kid and, you know, it was completely black and white for me, right? Uh, and Anyway, so I have not necessarily gone through a traumatic experience. It's never been traumatic for me, but yeah, of course I've developed and my perspective has evolved on uh, what I what I mean when I say I have a testimony of the gospel. And, uh, and so I but what my concern is, is what breaks my heart is as I listen to different experiences of individuals who have left the church or who've decided to stop attending, um, it, it, I guess it breaks my heart when they take that step of, well, I'm just not going to go anymore or I'm taking a break or, um, and I worry that that's the case because when they go to church, they can't their faith journey is not is not helped by being a church, which it should, right? I mean, that's what church is for. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, a lot of the time it's it's uh, Sunday school lessons or testimonies from the the lecterns of uh, very black and white belief, where they begin to think, uh, well, there's just no place for me here. These people. Are not like me. And I encourage you to check out an article I've written called Why You're Without a Shadow of a Doubt Testimonies Hurting Your Leadership, which I talk more about this, that um, that, that, sometimes our, our confidence in belief is, which is good and great, and, you know, definitely something that's shared in church, sometimes alienates individuals who are struggling to find that, that same confidence in their belief, right? And so they begin to think, well, this is not my tribe anymore, they don't understand me, therefore I'm just not going to show up on Sundays. And so, and I've written in more recent newsletters about this need, in my opinion, that the need for dissent in Sunday school classes, in church, and a lot of people hear that, like, whoa, whoa, let's well, not no. that dissent is not a good thing, but dissent really kind of sounds bad and has a negative connotation, but all dissent is is just a differing of opinion. Like if you look up the, if you ask Google to to look up the definition, that's that's really all it is. Is just a differing of, of an opinion, right? And as I have listened to other people's experiences and interact with people and heard, listen to their story and ask them questions, I'm you know I'm just surprised about how many people are out there with very differing. Uh, beliefs than I do within the context of the LDS faith. For example, some individuals believe uh, that the Book of Mormon is not historical. Some individuals believe um, that, you know, have very, uh, a very broad and loose belief of what it means to follow a prophet. Some people uh, really uh, as far as their belief in Joseph Smith have very dramatically different beliefs than me. Right. And, and it's one thing to disagree with them, but it's another thing to understand them and say, okay, I understand where you're coming from. I understand how you arrived at that, that uh, belief. That's not my belief. And I've had uh, dramatic spiritual experiences that have led me to, to have a belief in other things, nothing that I could prove, you no archaeology that I could point to, No scientific facts that can say, yep, that proves that, right? Um, But nonetheless, I, I understand them of how they got there. Now, then the trick is, well, how do we make a place for them at church? Because regardless of what the goal is or regardless of where their faith journey will lead them, how do we make a place in the pews with us so that they come every day and they leave or I'm sorry, they they come every week and then they leave every week, feeling like, okay, I am, I'm an enriched person because of that three hour experience, regardless of my differing faith and belief, and I want to come back next week, and I am closer to uh, what I define as deity and my Father in Heaven, and I have a stronger and more motivated desire to become more like Him, right? And so I've wanted to put together this podcast episode where I find maybe three individuals that are maybe very progressive, liberal Mormons that have some of these unorthodox beliefs, and then three Mormons, and and hopefully many of these having somewhat of a leadership experience or history, and then three individuals that would have a more uh, conservative, traditional, orthodox belief and experience like myself, right? Maybe I would be one of those, or I don't think that's any, uh, you know, surprise to anybody that I'm very Orthodox and very, um, conservative in, in, in my beliefs and, 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 all things in life. Um, but I think it would be interesting to have a discussion with three people on both sides and just say, okay, regardless of what you believe, we're not here to, to uh, debate theology. We're not here to say, you're right, I'm wrong, and, and here's why, and here's why not. Um, but just say, okay, when you show up to church, what drives you crazy? And what makes you feel like, I can't be here anymore? Or what makes you think, well, maybe now's the time to go inactive? And really just talk those things out and have that difficult conversation. Because I feel like, in a, in a podcast episode, again, we're not going to solve the world's problems in the in a podcast episode, but I feel like if we can get... Six people, three on each side, that have a strong mutual respect for one another and that they're not there to convince each other, but just to have a a, a difficult but healthy conversation. I feel like leaders that listen to that could better be more likely to have difficult conversations, difficult healthy conversations in their own uh, leadership experience in in the church, right? Um, so that's my thought I've got a few names uh, I've considered reaching out to and doing that uh, amongst all the other things. I'm sure hopefully in the next six months to a year we can make that happen but um but uh yeah, just a thought, just a thought I'd be interested to hearing your thoughts about that and uh and or if you know of anybody that uh that I could reach out to, I would love to do that and uh, have that conversation. But what are your thoughts? What would make a fantastic episode? And uh, send me an email or comment on this episode if you can or whatever you – however you communicate or or put it on the Leading LDS Helpers group um, and we'll discuss more there.